um, my message is called Supernatural Surrender. Surrender means uh, to give up, uh, to relinquish control. There it is. Um, to admit defeat. There we are. Why should we surrender to God? Because God won the battle. He won our battle that we couldn't have even hoped to fight in. There was a supernatural battle, a crushing defeat, and now we're here in the aftermath and we have to pick which side we surrender to. Uh, We can surrender to sin and the devil and die, and, or we could surrender to God and live in, into eternity in heaven with him. So tonight I want to talk about surrendering your thoughts, your body and your actions, and surrendering your will to God. I'm going to tell you how to do these things, why you should do these things, and what, could it, mean, what it could mean if you did. God has done the impossible for us. He got us out of a one-way ticket to hell. And he did it only because he loves us. We gave him and continue to give him, thanks, um, no good reason for him to have done that. But he did it because he loves us anyway. Let's pray. God, I pray that you open our eyes and our ears to your word, that we gain a supernatural understanding from this message tonight so that we can grow and mature in our faith and as people and so that we can grow closer in our relationship with you. Amen. All right, surrendering your thoughts. Yeah. Um, If you let your thoughts run around, go wherever they want to go, they're going to go to dark and scary places where they just don't need to be. Um, Your thoughts should not have free reign of themselves. Surrendering your thoughts means to take every thought captive and force it into alignment with Christ. This is war. Take those thoughts captive. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Oh, save that five times fast. Um, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Take up the weapons God has equipped you with and demolish those strongholds in your thoughts and minds that the devil and sin has set up. When you find yourself so angry at someone that you want to hurt them or so upset and overwhelmed um, by something that you just want to curl up into a ball forever or so afraid that you just want to stop functioning altogether, Stop and take a moment to pay attention to where this started. Where are these thoughts coming from? Not from God. What is the reason behind these feelings? It might have been a single event or maybe it was built up over time. What is the reason behind these feelings? I can almost promise you the reason is a lie. You have a lie in your head and you're believing it. That's fine, we all do it, and it's nothing to be ashamed of, but this is your headspace, and it's under God's protection. The lie might be that you're weak, that no one's watching your back, no, maybe no one will ever be on your side, no one can save you, no one can love you, 
there's no hope, you're alone in a situation. This one's a hard one to swallow, especially for me. But the lie might be that someone else is unforgivable. It might be that you can't. You're not worthy. Your tasks are impossible. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place and there's no one, nothing anyone can do about it. Those are lies. Don't give in to them. We are not surrendering to the lies or sin. We are surrendering to God. Take that lie and give it to God. Trade it for his truth. When you are weak, he is strong. No matter how alone you feel, he is there with you. God is with you. He is your hope. He is your strength. Through him, you are enough. Through him, you are made new. Through him, you can forgive others. Give these lies to God and trade them for his truth. John 8.32 Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Learning this little trick will give you spiritual growth and maturity. And we are a church of mature believers. Learning this, learn this and make it a habit because God made us to be in control and with sound minds. For God did not give us a spirit of fearfulness, but of power, love, and a sound mind. All right. Surrendering your body and actions. What does this mean? It means take care of yourselves. 1 Corinthians 9 to 6, 19 to 20. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. People are looking to you as a Christian. If you don't shower or take care of yourself physically, that's what they're going to see. You and your body are a temple and a vessel for Jesus Christ. People won't respect you or what you have to say if you can't even be bothered to respect yourself. Take care of this gift God has given you. It means don't do things that will hurt you. It means don't do drugs and things like that. Don't go out drinking if you're too young for that. Don't do things that will hurt your still developing brain and leave you with lifelong consequences. It means practice good hygiene. It means take the medication that you need. It means if you're allergic to eggs, like me, don't eat meringues, no matter how delicious they are. It's not a problem. <laughs> Surrendering your body also means to surrender your actions. 1 Peter 3, 9 to 16. This is a long one. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with blessing. That is what God has called you to do, to do, and he will grant you his blessing. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. 
but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you do suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ the Lord as your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. The, the pros outweigh the cons in this verse as to why we should surrender our actions. People will like you. God will reward you for it. You'll see many happy days. Not all of them are up there. Here's another verse just a few chapters earlier. It's about wives, um, but we can apply it to everyone. Wives, in the same way, submit yourself to your own husbands, that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behaviors of their wives. So win people over with your behavior. You don't even need to speak. You should definitely tell people about God, but at the same time, win them over with your actions. Treat everyone with respect and submit to authorities like your parents and your teachers that God has placed them in your life so that they can see God in your behavior. Surrendering your will. Surrendering your will means to give God control of your life. His plans are are good. You can trust him, but it won't be easy. Giving God control can mean talking to people you don't want to talk to. It can mean standing up when you don't want to. It can mean trusting him and his plans, even when you can't see anything happening, trusting that he is there and he will come through. (laughs) Galatians 5, 16 to 7. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Those two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Romans 8, 3-7. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving us his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that just the requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws and never will. Surrendering your will is the most difficult of all these three, in my opinion. But if you make habits to rely on God 
and on his truth and his guidance and his strength, it will be easier. Learn to do this when times are easy so that it's instinct when times are hard. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Learn, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean in on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. In the long run, there's no reason as to why you should surrender your will. I have some verses that tell you why anyway. Proverbs 19 to 21. Many are the plans in the mind of the man, but the purpose of the Lord, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Jeremiah 32 to 27. I am the Lord, the God of mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. When you surrender to God, you surrender to the God of all creation, the God of all math and science, the God of the impossible. When you invite him into your heart, through him, you can do the impossible if you just surrender. You can surrender your thoughts when they lead you to dark and scary places. You can surrender your actions even when it's hard. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it without his truth, his guidance, his strength. Not yet. I know it's not easy to surrender. I know it's hard to surrender your anger, your plans. God has been telling me for years uh, that he will take away my asthma and allergies. That's years I've had to hold on to that promise um, without seeing any actual progress. Well, I've seen progress, but in the opposite direction. It's getting worse. I can't eat whatever I see. I mean, you shouldn't anyway, but um, uh, I have to be careful when I hug people or they'll set off my asthma with perfume and deodorant. I have to watch what I touch, otherwise I'll get hives and rashes. And if someone's covered in animal hair, I'll get asthma and rashes. It's frustrating and it's exhausting. And my asthma's never fully gone. It's always sitting right under the surface for when I take a deep breath. I'm really sick of it. It's been years, my whole life, that God has, I've, that I've had these things and that God's been telling me, he'll heal me. And sometimes I have to wonder, you know, did I hear him right? Is that what he really said? Every day I ask him, when are you going to do this? And every day he replies, one day. My thoughts and feelings on this are towards hopeless and dark, and I have to drag my will into alignment with God's plan when he tells me to be patient and be still. It's not easy to surrender for this frustration, this huge part of my life that I don't even remember living without. All I have is his promise. And it's easy to say that should be enough, but I have to fight to believe that it is. It's his promise that can get me through my asthma attacks. And it gives me hope that this won't last forever. I don't want these things in my life, in my body anymore. 
but I just have to keep trusting in him and in his plans. When, even when I can't see anything happening, trusting that he is there and that he will come through. Surrendering doesn't fix everything straight away, but it allows God's power to come into your situation and into your life. Someone who did all these things is Jesus. Surrender to Jesus because Jesus surrendered first. He knows what you're going through. He came as a human and he knows what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And he knows because he was there, he went through it too. He surrendered his body and actions when he fasted for 40 days and nights. And he surrendered his thoughts and his will when he went to the cross. Philippians 2 uh, six to eight. Though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God to be taken advantage of, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming, he surrendered himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even on the cross. This is paraphrased. Everything we need to do, he did first as an example for us. And now we can do all these things through him. Through Jesus, we are strong. Through Jesus, we have truth and guidance and strength and love and peace. Through Jesus, we can choose to surrender at all. Now, let's all imagine together. Uh, We'll have the lights down and let's all close our eyes. Let's imagine putting this into practice, surrendering to God. What if you surrendered your thoughts? What if you made it a habit to give God the lies that are hurting you and the people around you? How free would you be? What if you surrendered your actions to God? What if you were so kind and joyful that people would be ashamed to speak badly of you? What if you surrendered your will to God? His will where yours is. Imagine the fulfilling life He has planned for you and walk and you walk through it with Him, trusting in Him to guide your steps. Staying in this atmosphere, let's all stand up. And if you feel ready, I want you to surrender, um, pray to God and make the choice to surrender your thoughts, your actions, your will, and your life to God.